Good evening, and welcome to the Father's Heart Ministries. This week's message is on Faith Brings Healing. Faith Brings Healing. The first scripture we're going to look into is under faith, and it is in Romans 10, 17. says, now, so faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Romans ten seventeen says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So faith comes by hearing. First of all, when you faith comes, it comes by hearing. When you hear the word of God speak, when you hear the word of God um, playing in your ears constantly that's how faith comes because you keep hearing what the word of God said what God's word says faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God the word of God the word of Christ it brings healing it brings strength and the most important it gives us the faith to believe our Creator. So Romans ten seventeen says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Mark five thirty six says, Overhearing what they said. Jesus told him, Do don't be afraid, just believe. Just as Jesus has told them to not be afraid in Mark 5.36. He's also telling us, you and I, to not be afraid. All he wants us to do is believe. Now, this is under faith. Now, remember what I said in Romans 10.17, how faith comes. It comes by hearing and by hearing what the Word of God is saying. So now, Mark 5.36 is telling us to not have, to not have faith. All Jesus wants us to do, all God, the Holy Spirit wants us to do, is to believe His Word. And you know when you believe His Word, you can easily receive what His Word is saying to you. Hebrews 11, 1. This, all, this is still under faith. Hebrews 11, 1 says, and it's an NLT, the New Living Translation Bible, it it says that faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So with faith, you cannot see it, but with faith, you can believe it. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. So if, if faith is what we have, God wants us to believe what his word says. Now we got to have hope. And know that he is the hope that we stand upon. In other words, he is the truth that we stand upon. His word is truth. So faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. With faith, you cannot see faith. You, can, you cannot hear faith. But remember, with faith, you can hear. Faith comes by hearing 
what the word of God says, believing what God's word says, and then receiving what the word of God has spoken in his word. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Remember I told you, with faith, you cannot see faith, but you can believe. You can believe that God can do the impossible in your life. You know that God can bring strength into you. You know that God can bring healing in your body, healing in your, in your womb, healing in, in your child's body, healing in, in your marriage. Whatever it is that you believe in God for, remember to have faith. But remember with faith, we have, God wants us to have the type of faith, like the mustard seed, like a child-like faith. Because faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, we go, next scripture is, is going beyond the strength. Psalms 41, Psalms 46, 1 to 3 says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Through the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and from and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. I'm going to read again. Psalm 46, 1 to 3. It said that God is our refuge and strength. So God is our, he's our strength. He is the one that we must lean on for that strength. And also to have the faith to believe him and believe what his word said, God would give us the strength to continue believing in, in what his word says. And believing in his word, believing in, in what he has spoken to us in his word. On ever present help, God is our helper. He's going to help us in time of trouble. We, good or bad, we know that we can turn to our Savior and know that God is our helper. He's going to help us. That's why we need to turn to him when we in, when we need when we in, need help and we're in trouble. When you find yourself in a in a troubled state, don't don't go run into the world. Run to God. Let God be your helper. Let your the Holy Spirit be your guide. Let him help you. That doesn't mean that God didn't, didn't place doctors for us to go to or, you know, for healing and checkups. That, I'm not saying that you, uh, you don't need to go to, uh, that don't mean you need, don't need to go to your doctors and your doctor appointment them. It means when you go to your doctors for a checkup, when you go to the, your doctor's appointment, just remember, go by faith, trust God, believe God, let God give you the strength, let God give you the hope, let God give you the desires of your heart. 
So faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. But now here it is. Now in Psalms 46, 1 to 3, like we just came from reading, it's like God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Listen to that. We will not, we will not fear though the earth would give away. Just because the earth will give away doesn't mean we, we cannot have the faith to trust God, to trust our Savior. Through the earth give away, through the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Even though the mountains will fall into the heart of the sea, we must not have fear. Because you know why? God has not given us the spirit of fear, but our power, love, and a sound mind. So if God did not give us the spirit of fear, we should not have fear. We should not have fear what the mountain can do. We should not have fear what the giants can do. Remember King David. When King David had to go out and, and fight off Goliath and the other Philistines. You think he, he, David going to go there and let fear take over? No, he had to, David, King David had to learn to trust God throughout the battles between him and the Philistines. And just as God has, one, has spoken to King David to fight off the Philistines and fight the uh, Goliath himself, King David had to look to Goliath and have and do it we can not to have faith, not to allow whatever those words that that Goliath has tried to speak doubt, try to speak fear, try to speak things into King David's life. King David had to learn not to rely on what what the naysayers and what the people around him saying and not what the the Goliath what Goliath uh, is saying, but he had to trust God, and just like he had to trust God, God is calling us, you and I, to trust him as well. We cannot trust our circumstance. We cannot trust our situation. But God wants us to trust him. Him and only him alone. And he did, remember, he did not give us the fear. Because remember, faith, if you have faith, you cannot not allow fear to get in the way of your faith. Because you can't have faith and have fear at the same time. You either you have one or the other. Or you say yes to one of them and you dismiss the other and say no, you're not going to have the other one. But you're going to have what, want, what God wants you to have. And what God wants you to have is faith. To trust Him. Faith. To believe what his word says about you. What his word says about your situation, your circumstance, or whatever you face, or whatever you're going through in your life. But God wants us to have the faith to believe, trust him, and to stand on his promises and not allow fear to get in the way of what he wants to do in our lives. Through its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Now I looked up the word surging, and surging means of a ground or a natural force. 
move suddenly and powerfully forward or upward. It also means of an ex emotion or feeling affects someone powerful and suddenly. I'm going to read that, the meaning again. Surgeon means, when we just came from reading what uh, this the word where the word certain is in the scripture of, of Psalms 46 1 to 3 when it said though the waters roar and the foam and the mountains quake with their surging surging means of a crowd or a natural force move suddenly and powerful towards or upward forward or upward it also means of an emotion or feeling affects someone powerful and suddenly. So it's like water pushing, like a wind pushing the water. When the, wa when the wind push the water, the water, it evaporates, it forms, it, it moves. It doesn't stand still. When a wind is blowing, now, an ocean or water is not that water is not standing still. That water is moving. It's pushing. Something is pushing powerfully of that water that is evaporating, that is forming in the ocean. It's the same thing as with us. You know that certain means of a crowd or a natural force move move suddenly. And powerfully forward or upward. It is also means of an emotion or feeling affects someone powerfully and suddenly. Alright? So once again, Psalms 46, 1 to 3. It said that God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not Fear to the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Psalms 118, 118, 13-14 It said they pushed me right up to the edge and I was ready to fall. Could you help me to triumph and together we overcome them all lord you are my true strength and my glory song my champion my savior now this is king david's uh, praying and king david says they pushed me right up the edge and i will i was ready to fall but you helped me to triumph see god help King David to triumph. God is giving King David the strength to keep going. And together we overcome them all. So God, see, God is going to be there to help us. He's our helper. Remember I said, God is our helper. God will give us the strength to keep going. Even though you feel like giving up, God is going to give you, if you turn to your Savior, He's going to give you the strength to keep going. But he's helped me to triumph. And together we overcome them all. 
Lord, you are my true strength and my glory song, my champion, my savior. So when we trust in God, we stand on God's promises, we have the faith and letting faith work in our lives because remember faith without works, it is dead. You cannot have faith and not put that faith to work because if you don't put that faith to work, then nothing's going to happen in your life. If you want to, if you want things to come to pass in your life, we got to have the faith to trust our Savior, to trust Jesus and allow Jesus to be our helper, allowing the Holy Spirit to be our helper, to help us to get to point A and point B. In order to get to point B from point A, you got to move. You can't just stand still in point A and I want, and I get to and think point B is going to meet you where you're at. No, you got to work at it. Faith without works, it is dead. So we must have the faith to believe what God's word is saying about us, stand on his word, stand on his promises, and believe his word. And we also got to know that he is our helper. God wants to help us. He is. He wants to help us in whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing in our life. God wants to help us. And we must trust him and believe what his word says about our situation, our circumstance, our, 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 uh, about he, within our healing, whatever he, era of healing that we believe in God for, we got to trust him and know that he is our helper and he wants to help us. He wants to help us um, to get to point A to point B. Next scripture, Psalms 119, 28. It said, my life's strength melts away with grief and sadness. Come, strengthen me and encourage me with your words. It's another, another scripture that King David was, was uh, praying. But he, had, he said that my life's strength melts away. Even though life, God was going to give us the even though our life strength will melt away with grief, with sadness, with sicknesses, and whatever that's, that is going on in our life. Listen to this. Uh, King David says that come strengthen me. So King David is asking the Holy Spirit for, uh, for, for the Holy Spirit to come to strengthen him during the time of grief. During the time of sin, during the time of his of the situation and circumstance, without his his life, that he's believing God, he's trusting God, he wants to put his trust in the Holy Spirit. It's, and then he says, "And encourage me with your words." So, King David is asking the Holy Spirit to encourage him with the with his with the words of, with the word of God, with his word, not. King David's word, but with God's word, with the Holy Spirit words. So, even though our life strength will melt away with grief and sadness and other things that is going on in our life that you are going through in your life, 
Because remember, I don't know what you're going through. The Holy Spirit is the only one. Only one knows what you're going through. So we must put, trust Him, put our faith in Him, rely on His Word, rely on His promises, get in, into His Word, and know what His Word says. Listen to His Word, allow faith to come, allow faith to work in our lives, then go out there, put that faith to work, and watch God work in, in your situation. Watch God work in your circumstance. Now we're going to the last scripture. Last three scriptures is on healing. We finally make it to the scriptures about healing. Psalms 41.3 says, When they are sick, God will restore them. Lying upon their bed, of suffering. He will raise them up again and restore them back to health. Now, Psalms 41.3 talks about sickness. It talks about how God uh, will restore them from the sickness, from the disease, from the things that is going on in their bodies. Just as God wants to heal those back then sicknesses I want to restore them God wants to heal you he wants to restore your strength he wants to restore your faith he wants to restore your hope he wants to restore you back to health he wants to restore you from any sickness and disease and any virus anything that has come to, um, to attack you Attack your life, attack your family, attack your marriages, attack your, 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 your children, attack your friendships. God wants attack your ministry. God wants to restore you. He wants to restore those people that is in your life, that's important to you in your life. When they are sick, God will restore them. Lying upon their bed or suffering, He will raise them up again. God's not going to let you stay down. He's not going to let you stay in your sickness. He wants to restore you back to health. He wants to restore your marriage back to health. He wants to restore your relationship with your children back to health. He wants to restore your friendship with those who you once had a friendship with back, that, back to health. He wants to restore your, your bank account your finances and your, your job and your, and your businesses. God wants to restore it back to you. He wants to give, it, give you those things that you want lost. He wants to give it back to you. He wants to take that sickness away from, from you. He wants to take that disease away from you. He wants to take away that, 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 that virus from you, from you and from your body. Where is the coronavirus or whatever other type of viruses it is? God wants to restore you. He wants to heal you. He wants to strengthen you. So when they are sick, God will restore them. Lying upon their bed of suffering, He will raise them up again and restore them back to health. Psalms 107, 19 to 20. It says, Then we cried out, Lord, help us. 
rescue us. And he did. God spoke to the, spoke the words, be healed. And we were healed, delivered from the death's door. This is Psalm 107, 19-20. They cry out. It's important to cry out to the Holy Spirit. It is important to cry to your Heavenly Father. Cry out. He wants to hear your voice. He sa it says, the Lord, help us and rescue us. When God hears us call upon His name, when God hears us call Him for help, He's going to come and He's going to rescue us. He's going, he, remember, He's our helper. He wants to rescue us. And He did. Listen to this. God spoke the words. That's all God did. He spoke the words. Listen to this. Be healed. That's all. Be healed. God spoke the word, be healed. And guess what? <laughs> they were healed, right? So, just as God has spoken the word, he wants you, to, you and I, to speak his words. He wants us to go in his word, and he wants us to speak what his word says about, and about what we're going through in our bodies and in our lives. Be healed, and we were healed. It said, deliver from death. Door. So after you cry out to God, let God be your helper. Let him rescue you. He's going to speak words to you, into your spirit. And he's going to tell you in your spirit, daughter, be healed. Son, be healed. Why? Because God is your healer. He is your helper. He is the one why we need to turn. To, he wants us to turn to him and rely on him. Even though he placed doctors in our in our sit in in our, in our lives to help us. That's another thing. Pray for your doctor. Pray for your those nurses, those who 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 would help you and who, take, who God is using to take care of you. Pray that God will show them what, show them what, what, uh, show them what, what he knows that's going on in your body. Let God help you. Let God show, show them to, in order to speak into your life and let you know, okay, this is what's going on in your body. Because guess what? Once you turn to your Savior, let God show, not just show you, but let God show your doctors. Let God show those nurses who is taking care of you. Because remember, God placed them in our lives for a reason. But not everything they said when it comes to sicknesses and when it comes to diseases, not everything you, uh, you should you know you're going to you're going to believe because guess what? When it comes to disease, God don't want us to keep speaking that disease over our life. He wants to speak, He wants us to speak healing. So when we, He wants us to speak healing 
and trust him for healing in our bodies, then he wants us to go in his word, find scriptures, because that's different. There's a lot of scriptures about healing in the, in the, in the Holy Bible. There's a lot of scriptures inside the Holy Bible, the Bible. He wants us going in the Bible and he wants to research healing, look up scriptures about healing. Then he wants us to speak, declare his word, decree his word over our bodies, over our health, over our situation, over our circumstance and everything that is going on in our lives. God wants us to speak his word. Don't just sit there and take in the, this, the information your doctor is telling you about your sick, about sickness and disease and new diseases and new that that's been speaking over your life. Yeah, you sit there and you receive that in the doctor's office. But when you get in your car, when you get home, get in the word of God. Look up scriptures on healing and start speaking to that disease. Start speaking to that 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 sickness and let that sickness and disease know what the word of God said, God's word says, and what God's words spoken about you and about your health. Don't just sit there and and just uh, meditate on and oh, I can't believe that the doctors uh, told me that I, I have a breast, I press, I got a, a breast cancer or. I got a lump in my in my breast, so I got uh, something's going on with my with my kidneys. Or, or don't just sit there and you know and keep thinking. Oh, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? Oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? Guess what? Remember I told you when you get in the car, just tell the doctors, okay, what must I do? And then. When they give you this prescription and give you different appointments to go to and stuff, that's fine. But guess what? When you get in your car, when you go home, go in your word and go in the word of God and find scriptures on healing. Find scriptures that scriptures that talk about healing, how God can heal you and deliver you from the, your destructions and by his stripes so you will heal. Find healing scriptures that will help you, that will allow faith to come. Believe God's word. Have the faith and go out there and put that faith to work. Don't just know the word of God, not just listen to the word of God, but let faith come. Let faith for you to believe. God's word and to stand on his promise and keep and walking in it and put that faith to work and you know what you're gonna be all right you're gonna be okay because your faith is not on what the doctor is saying your faith is in your heavenly father your faith is in God's word in the word of God not in the doctor's information because now when you get the information from from the doctors from your doctor appointment, now you can go to God, to your Heavenly Father, with the same information, and let God speak to you. Let God show you in His Word, so you can know how what to use, what scripture to use to decree and declare over your sickness, over your disease, over whatever is that's going on in your body.
So Psalms 107, 19 to 20, it says, Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. God spoke the words, Be healed, and we were healed, delivered from death doors. Last scripture, last scripture is in Psalms 147, 3 to 6. It says, He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. He sets his stars in place, calling them all by their names. God knows our names. He calls us by our names. How great is our God. There's absolutely nothing his power cannot accomplish. And he has infinity understanding of everything. God su supports and strengthens the humble, but the ungodly will be brought down to the dust. Listen in Psalms 147, 36. I'm going to read it again. It said, He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. Is your heart shattered? Is your heart a broken? God wants to heal the wounds of your heart. It said that He sets His stars in place. Just like He set the, the stars in place, He has set you and I in place, in position on this earth, in this land, and call them, them all by their names. God knows your name. He knows my name. He knows our names. And he calling us by our names. It says, how great is our God. There's absolutely nothing his power cannot accomplish. God has power. There's nothing that his power can accomplish in our lives. It said, and he has infinity understanding of everything. God has an understanding that we might not understand, but God understands. He knows. He knows, he sees, and he hears everything that's going on in, on this earth. Of everything. God su supports and strengthens the humble. Just, we are, yes, we are being humbled, God is going to strengthen us. He supports and He will strengthen us. But the ungodly will be brought down to the dust. That's those who don't know Him. They, won't, they will be brought down to the dust. Those who do evil, they're going to be brought down to the dust. But the ungodly will be brought, which means those who don't know our Savior, those don't those who don't know Jesus, they will be they will be brought down to the dust. That's not my word. That's what the word of God says in Psalms 147, 3-6. But the ungodly will be brought down to the dust. Alright, so healing he heals the wounds of every shattered heart. He sets his stars in place calling them all by their names. How great is our God. There's absolutely nothing his power cannot accomplish. And he has infinity, understanding of everything. God supports and strengthens the humble, but the ungodly will be brought down to the dust. Now, I also look up the, the meaning infinity. And infinity means limitless or endless in space. 
in extent or size impossible to measure or calculate. It is the infinity mercy of God. It also means a space or quantity that is infinity. I'm going to read it again. Infinity means limitless or endless in space, extent or size, impossible to measure or calculate. The infinity means of God. The, I'm sorry, the infinity mercy of God. And it also means a space or quantity that is infinity. So I'm going to read the scripture, the same scripture that has the word infinity. So now you have an idea and understand what the word infinity means. Psalms 147, 3-6, it says, He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. He sets his stars in place, calling them all by their names. How great is our God! There is absolutely nothing his power cannot accomplish. And he has infinity understanding of everything. God supports and strengthens the humble. But the ungodly will be brought down to the dust. So we went over scriptures about, about faith. We went over the scriptures that talks about strength. We went over, and we also look, look over scriptures that talked about healing. Uh, like I said, there's other scriptures in the Bible that talks about about healing. If you need more scriptures, there's more scriptures. And you can also uh, look up. You can search and look up in the, in the Bible for healing. Now, I don't want to end this podcast without giving you a chance and opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you die tonight and you don't know if you're going to end up waking up in in the gates of into walking into the gates of heaven or the gates of hell remember God did not create hell for us. He created hell for the enemy and his angels and his his demons. God created heaven for us, for you and I. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal and Savior, have a prayer of salvation prayer for you to repeat after me. Now the second group is for, for those who do have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, who do, who once want, who once went to 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 church and once had the faith and had to trust God and had to believe God and now you you feel like you're ready to come back to Him. You're thinking to yourself, "Will God take me back? Will God, you know, wrap His still love me because I, you know, I I." lost hope, I lost my faith in him because I went to church hurt and I went through this and that in, in my life. 
Will he take me back? Will he wrap me back under his wings, under his arm? The answer is yes. He's going to protect you. He wants, he's calling you back home to him. He wants that, he wants that closing of that relationship with you again. And he missed you. And he loves you. This, this prayer of salvation is also for you to repeat after me. You guys ready? Jesus, I am sorry that I've lived my life without you. Please forgive me. I am a sinner and I need you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe in you. You are the Son of God. I believe you died on a cross for me. You, look, you took my place and all the punishment that I deserved. I believe you died and were buried, and on the third day you rose from the dead. I want to follow you and be your disciple. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have for me. I receive you now, Jesus, into my life, and I will give all, and I will give all of my life to you. Take me just as the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything that I need to know. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now, if you have prayed that prayer, the prayer of salvation, for the first time, I would like to welcome you into the kingdom of God. And for those who have repeated that prayer of salvation, welcome home. Welcome back in, to your heavenly Father. God, I've truly missed you. He truly missed you. And I know that he is happy to see you come back to him. Because remember, he didn't forget about you. Yeah, you went your own way at first. But he didn't, he never leave you nor forsaken you. you. He was still with you. He knew that you, you were going to go the opposite way. And he stayed with you. He saw you. He sees you. He knows what's going on inside of your heart. He knows you. He called you by your name. All right. Have a nice night. Have a nice weekend. And I'll be back next week for another episode and another message that talks about faith. Enjoy your, your Sunday service this Sunday or whatever day it is in your country. Good night, everyone.